0: Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I am Fergus, your host. I'm joined by the boys, where we're going to talk about lots of things, including that carjacking in North London, Manny's views on the captain, Colchelny, Steve's pre season roundup. New signings, the Emirates Cup, and much, much more. Remember, this is an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans. For Arsenal fans, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Obviously, I'm Fergus. I'm joined today by Big Steve. And Big Steve is going to look back at our pre-season, give us a preseason roundup. Because um, our preseason is more or less complete. Um, Dan's back three weeks in a row. Fucking hell. That's uh, that 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 must be a record for a record? for yeah for an Arsenal player. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mate, I think this is my fourth one, isn't it? Not my third. I don't know. I it, might be is wrong.
0: it fourth? Christ, Jesus. Yeah, you, you definitely know Robin van Persie, are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, don't compare me to that guy, man. Jesus. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, deep from the Flanders, uh, we have Manny, who's come back, and I think you feel like you've been out in the 1916-1918 uh, war, don't you?
2: A little bit a little bit so my voice is still in, um, in recovery from being in the fields of a place called lamel somewhere in, in northern belgium where like, our flemish people and stuff so a good two-day festival a lot of drinking a lot of dancing in the rain a lot of mosh pits a lot of business trust me i am still feeling it but i'm here man i'm here bob marley was in the house Bob Marley was alive and kicking, bro. Right. <laughs> what about Keith Richards. <laughs> there was, there was Bob Marley. There was, there was Charlie. There was Marilyn Manson. There was all sorts of people doing around, man. Even Whitney Houston, pop by. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> so it was a bit like Madame Tussauds on the Flanders.
2: Oh Jesus! It was a lot. A lot happened. <laughs> a lot happened. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, this may be a little bit too PC for some of that, but yeah.
0: Let, let let's let's uh, move on because we don't want to incriminate anybody. Doing <laughs> <laughs> while you were away, um, well, last week we done a, a, a podcast and I haven't spoken to all you guys about it. We done a podcast about the We Care. Do you? Uh, last weekend there was quite a lot of activity on Twitter and Instagram about We Care. Do you? And this morning, which has already gone up, um, I had a follow up podcast with Trevor and Joanne Tester. Joanne is um, a member of the Arsenal Supporters Trust. She writes as a blogger for um, She Wore. Uh, and she was trying to give some insight into uh, the, the, the campaign and their objectives and stuff like that. Uh, what did you guys make of it? Um, I'll start with you, Dan. What did you make of it?
1: So the are we talking about the one the the podcast you did today? Because I haven't listened to that one.
0: Not um, the one we've done today, but j- just a general campaign. What about the first podcast? First of all,
1: see, I, I was a big fan of of Joanne personally. Um, I thought it was quite refreshing with what she was saying. Um, it seemed to me like she she cared um, and cared what the fans thought. Um and she's obviously very experienced, so she seems to know what she's talking about. Um and I liked some of the stuff that I liked some of the answers she gave you and Trev. I thought she was very honest with it and uh I didn't really see much hesitation or or, or hear much BS from her from honest so I was quite a fan I haven't listened to today's one so I can't comment on that one though no.
0: Okay it it's similar but uh moves on as like post um you know the signings are possible signings and so on Steve what did you make of it
3: Uh the pod, I haven't actually listened to either podcast. So I've got to hold my hands up. Um,
0: okay, moving swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, have you seen the stuff on Twitter and, and, yeah, and Instagram? Yeah, yeah, I've seen stuff? the
3: campaign, and and and, and, I, and I like the idea that it's not a, you know, it's not a blase in your face, you know, like the attempted Kronkay out <laughs> protest at, uh, outside the armory. Um, I like the fact they've sort of gone about it. in in a in a very formal manner and the fact that they've managed to get the attention of the club and the club have sat down with people from the campaign i think that's you know that's a a a big thing really um i mean obviously we had red action for a while i don't know what they do now um but they're still
0: there they're part of the campaign
3: oh okay um yes i mean
0: it's it's a group of 16 different yeah. groups and it's all the fact a lot of the fan um supporters clubs like the scottish supporters club the, i don't know different ones right around yeah i saw, the saw there's a lot, lot
3: of different different uh clubs and societies sort of on the on the signature list but yeah, I, I think it's good that there's you know there's there's action from the club speaking to fans that that want answers and that want some sort of um insight on what's going on I think doing that doing it that way has obviously proved to be you know much more successful than just bringing out banners bringing out you know fake plastic you know megaphones mm. and and shouting your shouting your face off on social media
0: uh manny you have listened to both I know, and you have an opinion on both the podcasts and the
2: campaign uh constructively. Tell us what you think. I have an opinion on anything. Um anything and everything, you know that. Oh um, yes. <laughs> um Okay, so I'm I'm behind the campaign. One hundred percent. I like what they are trying to do. I love the fact that they're not solely focused on transfers, but they're focused on the problems at the club as a whole. You know, so not just signings, how the club is run, safe standing, the atmosphere in the in the Emirates. You know, the the beers and you know the prices and things like that. I'm I'm all for that European League. Yeah, that too. Um, where I have a problem, um, with both podcasts, it seems like there was a lot of talking. And we've been here before where there's been a lot of talk, um, there's been a lot of dialogue, but the action for me has been minimal. I want to be involved in this campaign, but give me something. And I felt both podcasts were lacking in that um, one issue that I do have, and something that came up that um, what's the name Joanne was speaking about? Was yeah. it seems like the owners have found their scapegoats in Raul, Vinai and Edu. So these are the guys that are going to be feeling the brunt of the fans' anger while the crunkies just sit back in the US and do nothing. So again, we're in a situation where, you know, last time it was the previous manager, this time is these three men, if things go wrong, the finger's going to be pointing at them and the crunkies are like, well, it's not our problem, you know? So with the campaign, I'm backing it, but... After what happened last time and my involvement with the last protest, I want to feel like this is going to be different. Before I back it one hundred percent, I want to. You know,
0: you know, Manny. I think it is going to be different. Sorry to to talk over you. I think it is going to be different. I think they're going to do stuff. I I found it for the one of a better word, a more educated, a more more measured approach. The way they've done it, Um, I do think they need to grab the opportunity now to feed. A little bit more information out to people like myself yourself trevor steve dan who are, I'm, I'm, I'm saying you support the campaign but I, I'm, I'm i think genuine fans will support the campaign i know there's a lot of fans out there on social media come along and saying things like oh yeah they've got egg on their face they're going to try and claim that the pepe signing if it if it comes off is them no they're not they just wanted investment in the club they just want they they want dialogue with with the club, they want to engage with our owners, and I think that was the biggest disappointment um, of these fans, or, or, or of the campaign, and other um, fans who were invited uh, to to the stadium for the um, the question and answer um, uh, evening on the twenty fifth. That there was no representation from the Cronkies. Josh could have, if, you know, what Josh could have killed that campaign. Dead in a second. Um, if myself and Trevor were talking about this after the podcast this morning, if Josh had turned up and gone, "I've seen your letter," I responded to your letter. I care. I'm here. Mm. It would have been wow. They would J- J- Josh has missed a huge. Like he, he was good to come back and respond so quickly. I think that took the campaign by not uh, surprise to a certain degree, but they they could have. He he could have really taken the the, the the reins out of their hands in that sense, and I don't, and I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been disappointed if that happened because that would mean that we've made an impact.
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised by that. I mean, I listened to you know the the Josh response, and for me, he said a lot to say nothing. Um, I wasn't I wasn't blown away by him. I wasn't taken in by him at all. For me, it was just regurgitation, and it was boring, and whatever. Move we move on. What do you want them for to me- say? for me i don't want you to say anything i want you to show me i'm tired of the talking we've we've been hearing them speak for a decade and everything that they've spoken about it hasn't manifested himself so don't don't speak show me something show me right show me the science i think, I think that was show me thing your that ambition
0: an- i think that was another thing that annoyed uh, a lot of people they, they you said there exactly um you've been talking for a decade and shown us nothing, and they keep on referring to fourteen months the 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 period where they were in total control
2: yeah i mean like like i said i'm I'm at a point where i'm I'm tired of hearing people speak um this campaign. I want you guys you know Joanne spoke well okay cool now let's pass at the action let me see how this is different because until i see that until i feel that i can't fully back this campaign because i feel like this fan base there's still that that friction there so if this campaign can really bring the fans together i'm all for it but at the minute i'm dead in the middle Okay, that's fine.
0: I think, to listen to the the podcast, There's only 30 minutes. Um, as we said, Joanne speaks really well and we thank her very much for coming on. And I agree 100% what yeah, you've said there, uh, Manny. Uh, what we need is unity among fans. Um, people who were uh, united was Ozel and his wife and Sied Kolasniak were in Golders Green, a reasonably, well it's a very affluent area, it's a it's a Jewish area of uh, North London and um, they were out last week um, and they got attacked by little fuckers on a moped with a, I think it was an 8 or 9 inch uh, machete knife and chased them down the, well, Siad uh, chased them down the road, first of all, um, but they carried on chasing them until they got to a friend's restaurant in Golders Green, a Turkish restaurant in Golders Green. Uh, those little fuckers, better be careful who they're fucking with it to. a Certainly, one, uh, Kolasniak, but two, Turkish mafia? <laughs> Not saying that, no, but... Do you, you know what I mean?
1: Don't fuck with a Bosnian tank, mate. That's what I say. Jesus. <laughs> That geezer, wow. I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they saw that coming. Uh, I think they were looking at Ozil and thinking, oh dear, I didn't realise this guy was with him. Um, well, Sa- the, oh, Simon oh, Jordan got
0: done over, didn't he, for his watch a few months back, about a year yeah. or so back.
1: Man, you can't compare Simon Jordan to Kolasinac, mate. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> that, 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 I, I, look, I only saw the clip that I think most of us saw, which was Kalasanatch sticking up, and I had a lot of respect for him there. And... Um, you know, because it was that you know he he didn't seem to care what they were carrying. I don't know what they were carrying, whether it was knives or, or 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 batons or whatever the hell it was. I couldn't really see it. I only saw it a couple of times, but yeah, big respect for him there. He, he's sticking up for for you know his mates and obviously their their uh, their other off. So yeah, big respect to Kalasnach there massively.
0: Like Manny, we 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 had an exchange let's let's say it that way we we had an exchange on um our internal message group in the week in -hmm. preparation for 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 this and like you you live in in east london uh you go to uh some community centers and speak to some of these youth that are affected by um this that happens uh, and you can see firsthand the impact that this sort of disease that's getting into in into London how it's affecting young kids and getting killed and uh, and getting groomed into into shit without trying to get too deep uh because you know this is a, a sports podcast about Arsenal um but we we did have a discussion and we had a slight disagreement, didn't we? About yeah, don't uh,
1: fall out again, boys. Don't fall out again.
0: We're not mate. we're not going to fall out. <laughs> uh, listen, the good thing about us guys is we we can actually talk to each other as as mates and we can say what we think. Yeah. Uh, man, we step we step step away from the keyboard sometimes or the microphone and go right. I need to cool for a minute. And then we pick it back up, and else we go on DMs and, and and discuss it that way. Manny, that's how me and you got together, wasn't it? In that, in that sense.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Good. I want to ask a question on 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 this topic because obviously I'm very very vocal about it. Yes. So and then this is and this goes to to all three of you. Were you guys outraged by what happened? Yes. Steve
3: yes but not to the I, I for me i don't think it to the extent that um that i think the rest of of sort of the the football world and social media sort of took took on, took, took on it um you know and i think that's down to the fact that how common these attacks are and how many of these attacks don't get publicised you know and you know as, as we said ozil his wife kolasinac his wife they're all fine but that could have happened and, and I, I i you know as you say you're very vocal on it but that could have happened at the same time three four five streets down the road and you know some poor kid's dead or you know he's bleeding his lungs out and his you know his mum doesn't have a fucking clue so I wasn't as I mean I was outraged because it's still happening and it's happened you know to to these people in the public eye bloody blah blah, blah blah but not I don't think I was as outraged as, as much as others were.
2: Okay, what about you then?
3: Personally mate, um I live in
1: Essex, okay? And mm. Essex for me is not a uh particularly safe place in parts, but it's not um horrendously bad. Like let's be honest when when something happens people kind of know about it because uh it's it's hit the papers like within minutes uh, most of the people that i have grew up with um all come from places like walthamstow we, like, like places in london and they say look i don't understand how this sort of media hits the news because literally this happens like 52 stabbings in a week in london and i think what was me for your question did it outrage me uh, not particularly because this sort of thing I've seen happen before, but it hasn't got this much coverage. What, what, what so. you define
0: as outrage, though, Dan, like, I, I was outraged that I'm outraged every time this happens. Yeah. I've I've said, like, I, I drive down the Lee Bridge Road so many times, that young 14-year-old. Whatever he was involved in whatever, fourteen-year-old driving a moped, he was he was stabbed to death out, out, outside the uh, the raw gym by the Baker's Arms. Only two weeks ago, I had to be diverted round a uh, Leighton High Road because there was a double shooting. It it's happening all the time, and it's just becoming normal. I'm outraged that these little fuckers can get away with it be it to somebody who's paid 350 grand a week or somebody who's on the fucking dole or somebody who is a, a runner for some bully kingpin uh, drug lord who's 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 trying to, uh, you know, suck in fucking 10-year-olds.
1: Hmm. And I think that's well, the point, isn't it? Go on, Manny, I've spoken off. Go on, mate. You've obviously not no. got your point across yet, mate, so go on, you do it.
2: No, no, and, and the reason why I asked it is... Because people are not outraged by the crime, they're outraged by who it happened to. Mm. Right? This the reason why I, I you know I got so passionate and, and so angry about it is because I am involved and I do hear and see what is going on within the community. And while I sympathize with what happened with Ozone and with Kalasanak, I look upon it and I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry, but I cannot sit here and be totally outraged when. Okay, see that was my point. That
1: that was my point. Yeah. I, I was agreeing it. with you there. That is exactly what I'm bringing up there. Mm, in terms of course, of, in terms of what they've, who it, who it is. Yeah, this is why we know about it because of who it is. That was what exactly. my point was mate. If, exactly.
0: Klasniak, if Klasniak didn't have a go and be a have-a-go hero, it would have been just a footballer called Ozil. Uh, was, um, there was an attempt, attempted mugging on him and he would have disappeared or whatever and may have been sold. Well, I, I, There might have been another backstory on it. But, Maybe, um, probably. But I, I, I think the have-a-go hero bit and the way they were chased down the street afterwards uh, and it, they're famous. There's so much social media. There's so much Sky Sports News Talk Sport and everything else. But listen, you finish your point on this, but
2: sure i mean i cannot sit here and look at oh look it happened to Ozzy and it happened to Kalas and i can sympathize with it when two minutes up the road it's happening when five minutes down the road it's happening Mm. i can't sympathize with that when within my own community you have to drive 21 minutes away for you to get to the to to the nearest police station the reason why i'm so pissed is where is the outrage for these kids that are losing their lives where is the outrage for a 13 14 year old getting stabbed over nothing where is the outrage for a 21 year old being blasted in the chest with a shotgun because he happens to be in the wrong place at the wrong time or oh, but a year closer to home where was the outrage for 13 year old me who was robbed at knife point at the age of 13 going to school and at the end of school going to the police station and for them to tell me there's nothing we can do where was the outrage then for me i had to hold on for me i had to get up and still make my way to school that same route for the following three years there was no outrage then there is no outrage for these kids but everyone wants to jump up and be up in arms because it happened to ozil i can't look at that for me I want to make sure that people within this community are able to walk and not be threatened by somebody holding a knife. That my fourteen-year-old nephew can walk and go to football and go to school without feeling threatened because thirteen-year-olds, twelve-year-olds, eleven-year-olds are carrying. So why am I looking at Ozan when caring about that? I'm sorry, I don't. I don't. See, not I, one bit. I do
1: have to. I do have to. Have to agree with Manny. I'm sorry. I do have to uh, agree with money.
2: I, I I have to disagree
0: to a certain degree. I know where your sentiment is coming from, but I'm just as outraged about the 21-year-old, the 14-year-old. Oh, mm. I, uh, I'm I, I, in the and, 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 and I know the circumstances around some of them, uh, they bring stuff on, but I, 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 without going into personal stuff, I've, I, I, I'm have very, very well aware. I, I live out in Essex now for a reason. Yeah. Um. I lived in North London. I had a teenage son in North London. I know what fucking north london can do so i i 100 agree with you manny with the exception of i'm outraged about every time anything this happens i'm outraged about somebody who beats up an old woman i, I just just hate
2: crime no but, i know I, I know what you're saying but for me it's the level of outrage just because it is somebody that is yeah, not it's because do he's you, famous it's because he's care. famous i don't care do you realize how much of these things go on reporting do you actually realise, if loads. you go, if you sit there and you speak with these kids, do you realise how many of them actually carry because they're that scared of what may happen to them? No, and you know? no, Everybody I, is up in arms because it happens I, to Ozo. I'm sorry, I, I, no. I, I know, I
0: know, I know, and I know. And, and I do agree and I've first-hand experience of it. So I, I, I do know and you are right, but... As we said, this is an Arsenal <laughs> podcast, and they, they, it, 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 it's it's a really, 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 really important subject. But yeah, I I'm glad that Özil, I'm glad that, Ozil, I'm glad that Cied, um that they they. Um, they got away unharmed. Um, I hope they catch little fuckers. Um, but I think we we should uh, we we need to move on because as, as yeah we as, do we do we don't want to get yeah.
1: political so we need to move on.
0: But, but I, I I have um, my Spanish friend who is uh, let's see what he's calling himself.
3: Well, oh, you were calling <laughs> him Celeros earlier. Celeros. I I,
0: I, got, I got I got. Pronounce his name. <laughs> Oh, hang on! My phone stopped.
2: <laughs> Being the official guns and yellow ribbons Spanish pronunciation or Spanish name pronunciation service.
0: So that's Jay uh, Cathcart who uh, will be listening to this uh, podcast. Yeah, Shout yeah. Out to Jay, man. from from the Salty Dog, not the Emerald anymore. The Salty Dog Pub in uh Mohaca, uh or something like that it, it, it's pronunciation magica uh, magica yeah in in in, in uh, the south of spain the official pronunciation of celebros or whatever his name is
3: <laughs> is, is
0: wait for it
2: debias Sebeos. Yeah.
0: Sebeos is the, the pronunciation and the, the, the influence on the A. I then sent him back saying, so should it be, uh, say,
1: what did I say? Uh, say se, then Celebros.
0: Now, in English, Sebeos. Sebeos. Oh my God. <laughs> Sebeos. Oh my there God. There we go. So, listen. He was inspired by uh, Cesc Fabregas and Santi Cazorle, uh, Cazorla. Uh, Cazorli? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing well.
1: From, from fucking
0: he- from heavy to Come fucking on, for joke. <laughs> for goose. Um, but, but the uh, He was inspired by Santi Cazorla, Cesc Fabregas. He's here to replace Aaron Ramsey in that position. He was in pre-season, hold it a second Steve. But... Uh, it was in preseason, Dan. Uh, Manny, did you watch and see him play, and what did you make of him?
2: Manny, no, I didn't go see first, him. Man. That's all highlights. Yeah, but that's even in highlights, the highlights, yeah. did you see anything of him? Yeah, man, he—he's definitely not a, a, a Ramsey player. That—that's for no. sure. Um, he's not a you know late run into the box goal scorer. He's definitely more of a Santi Cazorla type. Yeah. Um, he's somebody who will keep he will keep the midfield ticking over he knows the pass he's going to make he's not afraid to take players on he's got a bit of of bite about him so I liked what I saw you know and and I'm looking forward to to him being you know full match fitness and actually being able to dictate that midfield you know that player that we've missed since Santi left because we all know it's not fucking Xhaka so yeah I liked what I saw in in the highlights that I did see and Dan did you see anything of him?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, I've actually started looking up about this guy because um, I didn't know much about him, as I don't think anyone did. I don't think anyone clearly knew how to pronounce his name, so I thought I'd take some take some time to look at him. Um, I I liked his energy. I think he will uh, bring what I think that we we need. I personally like the signing from what I've seen. I agree with Manny. I don't think that he's uh he's a Ramsey, um, but I think he'll keep hold of the ball well. I have seen some good goals from him, from what I've seen. Um, a couple of them were set pieces, actually. So maybe that's that's a good thing. I think that's something that we do need a set piece taker. Um, so hopefully he can he can get on those and see if he's any better than Granite Checker. And then uh, yeah, and, and a couple of goals from outside the box. So yeah, I'm excited by this lad, and he's only 22 years old. So um, yeah, let's let's give him a chance.
0: Remember his name. You heard him. You heard it here first. The there we go. <laughs> the bias. so they um another person that um is in the news and i'm really really interested fuck me manny you're gonna have a you're gonna have a day and a half of it um koshelny oh yes <laughs> oh dude I have not been able to talk about this, right? Ed, Ed Du is in chats with uh, the director of football at Rennes. They've got a £9 million, val- Nine valuation, million yeah. on them, uh, valuation on him. I'm just so interested on hearing Manny's view. And then what I want to do after that, <laughs> I want to look at the Emirates Cup. And I definitely want, uh, Steve, because you watched every preseason game, uh, you're going to have your chance to... Just, just to talk about who you saw, uh, thought was good and everything else. So, yeah. fire away, um, Manny. I'm
1: going to be quiet listen. about Koscielny now, so I'm going to be quiet do. on this one. We do it. <laughs> I'm done with it.
2: This is a fucking case of I told you so. I told you about this weak little coward for the last year. Right, and I am not surprised. What I'm more shocked about is that there's certain Arsenal fans coming out there and saying that the club are at fault for how they treated him. Fuck Lauren Koscielny. right? <laughs> that guy refused to play for Arsenal, right? Because apparently we had an agreement with him that we will let him go for free. No, fuck you. You but have a contract. His you know what I mean, fuck his legacy, he doesn't have a legacy right, this guy refused to play for the club, you have a contract with the club and you said no you know what, I hope they let him stew with the under 23s until he's 35 years old and nobody wants him the little injury prone, I can't say the word but you know what I'm gonna say fuck Peron Ciccioli, right sell him for 9 million, sell him for 10 million, let him stew with the under 23s I don't give a fuck, but this guy right here ooh, fuck him Fuck him let's move on france captain no he's not the french captain (laughs) no he's not the french captain this is the same fucker and i said this in the article i wrote right this is the same fucker who came out and said part of me wanted the team to lose because you got injured because you weren't part of the team what sort of mentality is that this is a guy that we called captain this is the guy with he with this weak Small minded mentality. I cannot believe he was our
1: captain. Oh, I I think everyone agreed he's never been a leader. I think everyone's agreed he's never been a leader, to be fair, has he? He's Uh, a deaf mute, he's not a leader. I agree. I don't think he's ever been a leader. I've never seen the guy, you know, grab hold of someone and tell him what to do. He's 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 silent,
0: so easy to wind up, Manny.
2: Man, fuck Koshalny, man. The guy can't even tell. The guy can't even tell himself what to do, man. The guy, his kids make him cry for fuck's sake. No, fuck that guy, man. Oh. So, that's Koshalny.
0: Moving on. <laughs> we had um, the twelfth. 12th- emirates cup tournament um it, it just feels sometimes although this this was a different one because there wasn't meant to be an emirates cup and then there was because there was some work being done in the ground uh, it's normally a two-day a weekend affair but this was a one-day affair they had the ladies uh, the women's team and they had the men's team so the early game was the women's team and the late game was was the men's team it's the 12th one we've won five out of 12 of our own competitions um the women obviously were involved for the first time. Uh, they lost 1-0 to Bayern Munich. Uh, but the, uh, the the worst thing about that was there was a serious injury to Danielle Carter. Uh, I don't know how long she's out for, but uh, I just wish her better. Uh, with the men's uh, side... Um, so. So, actually, going back to the women's side, uh, there was talk beforehand about attendances being really, really down, and there's always, even on the two-day with a, an early game and the Arsenal game, generally the, the later game on both days, the early attendance is quite low. Steve, you obviously looked at this did you watch the women's game as well and Uh, what were the attendances like
3: well this this was the only game that i didn't really see (laughs) great yeah (laughs) literally i mean because you know as as some of the listeners will know i'm a musician and i sat down sun i was trying to get a gig gig in for sunday because i'm off to sunderland and uh off to see the newcastle game next week so i'm trying to get as much money together as possible and i was I, i was accepted that no it's not happening i'm gonna sit down watch the football i was in my Arsenal shirt me box i just poured a bowl of cereal because i hadn't eaten I, <laughs> 20. 20 <laughs> at least you did
0: shirt on this time yeah, 20, 20,
3: <laughs> i think it was twenty twenty to 3-ish and i was like right i just, just sort myself out and i was i was looking obviously seeing the team news getting pep prepped and then i get a message saying do i want to gig in rochester and i was like well like yes i do but i really want to watch the football and there's no way i was going to put it on in the car whilst i'm driving um so i didn't see it and i i I see i see on you know on the chat and on the forum that you know the goals came in and that martinelli had a goal disallowed i didn't see any of the women's game um i didn't even realize that they'd lost but yeah that was the only game that i didn't (laughs) didn't see anything of only highlights
0: we 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 lost um we we lost 2-1 yeah, uh, but it was pointed out very clearly whose fault it was. Oh, absolutely, uh, yes, uh, yes, and I and I I whose that. fault it wasn't.
2: Whose <laughs> <laughs> fault was it this time?
0: Uh, Mustafi came on uh, when we were one nil down. Uh, Martinelli had a goal disallowed, and then Mustafi came on, it's and fucking, uh, he star- uh, he started pointing and blaming because the oh, goal, uh, then the ball went in the back of the net.
3: Well, this, this oh, is, I mean, I've, se- I've seen some people try and stick up for Mr. Mista- and I mean, like, I mean, on on the point of Mustafi, obviously there was the booing at the Emirates Cup,
0: which is which, bang out of which, order,
3: which I disagree no, no, with. I, I, re- oh, yes, it I, is. I, re- I no, you know, again, not. respect Manny's opinion, and and you know. For me, I would rather call him a useless whatever at the top of my lungs than boo. It's, you know, you can argue that... that you can are... come along
0: and shout to, to, to Mustafi, go, What the fuck are you doing? Who are you, who are you blaming? Who are you pointing at? Mm. Whatever you want to say, but you don't boo him.
3: That, that that's not? that's how I see it but I, I can see you the don't. point of other people that think it's probably more disrespectful to call him a useless prick and shout at him than it is to boo. Uh, you no,
0: know, uh, no, booing is just it's wrong. It's, yeah. it's like not not holding a door open for a lady. It, it, it it's just what? etiquette. It's
2: hold just etiquette. Minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on it's a minute. It's just etiquette. Hold on, hold on a minute. Right. Now, are you in agreement that fans can express their emotions? Yes. Yeah, I do all the time. I'll come along. and will fuck me ballerina. Oh, fucking hell,
0: Dan. You do the same. You you hear us all there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I do, and and and, and I get that. I I kind of have to side with Manny a little bit though. And do you think? Let is me this you your first
0: thing. podcast with Manny? Is it?
1: No, no it's second, not. second, second, <laughs> second,
0: second. Uh, so you you haven't found it uh, the courage to challenge him yet? Then.
1: Oh, mate, he knows I've challenged him before because I. I <laughs> he I has. Have. We've had we've, we've had private
2: that. conversations, we've man. Had conversations. And lot, I've, said? I've said.
3: I've said that. Man, he's <laughs> a, <laughs> a <laughs> pussy cat, really. <laughs>
2: just drop the cat. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't like nah. cats, man. I oh, don't. Person,
0: bro. Uh, manny, no, man, yeah, no, just a pussy then, brain. isn't it?
1: <laughs> I want. I want to hear what manny has got to say about this Boo and Mustafi thing, man. I want to
2: hear. No, here's here's the thing with with Mustafi, right? A mate of mine actually met Mustafi, right? And it wasn't a shock to me when he told me that Mustafi is a rude, arrogant prick. It didn't surprise me at all. But not a lot of fans know this, right? And you could—you only have to look on this Twitter timeline, and I'm pretty okay, sure think you you're thinking tell. that he's just trolling people, right? So the reason why fans are booing him when he came to the club, it didn't happen. Right? It's very rare that fans boo their own players. Fans didn't boo Seagon, they didn't boo Senderos, they didn't boo Sylvester and Skelacci, all of those useless defences that we had. Why? Because we knew what they were. With Mustafi, he hasn't improved. He points and shouts. I don't know what the fuck he hmm. says. He doesn't get any better. He doesn't do the basics right. He blames everybody else. like He's not responsible for what goes on. And the fans are sick of it. So now they are expressing how they feel about him by booing him. It may not be the right course of action and you may not agree. But you cannot say that the fans shouldn't be booing him. If there's one player that deserves to be booed, it's that guy. Mm -hmm. Because he's cost us time after time after time. And and he doesn't learn. He doesn't get any point. better.
1: This Go is my man. point. This geezer, this geezer has had... How many chances do we give one player? And it comes to the stage where all of a sudden now, he seems to be, oh, he's leaving and all this stuff. Whether you believe it or not, you, you know, the fans have decided to boo him for whatever reason. I don't care if it's right or wrong, for whatever reason. I believe they should be given the chance to express their opinion and if that's the way they want to do it as a group or whoever it be then so be it. I I can't lose any sleep over that. This guy has had too many chances Mm. and we've seen yet again that it was his fault and again he doesn't hold his hands up he doesn't put his head down he looks he starts to point at players going was he offside whose fault was it? Mate it was your fault again.
0: I totally agree with you Dan in the sense of he uh he's done with the fans um i totally agree that fans can express their disdain against a player and dissatisfaction with their performance which we've done against many a player but were you there when uh sanchez uh towards the i think it was that last six months before the january transfer um and it was probably the same time that you came to a game uh at manny when um at the Huddersfield game, but mm. um, it mightn't have been that actual game that there was a, a row on your row um, with was Yeah there was a, there was there was a fight between I'm not going to name the people, but um, I know the people. There was a fight right in front of me, but on your road, Dan, um, about one guy going boo, yeah, Sanchez, you're a, and and so yeah, on, and I the guy, it. and and the guy said no, he's wearing an Arsenal shirt, you don't boo him. I hundred percent agree with that in the sense that. You know, I I, like Ozil. I'm done with Ozil, and I won't sing a song. And most of the North Bank really don't sing a song. The people that do try and sing a song are more the touristy sort of people. It's one of the few songs that they they, they do try and get going. Um, uh, I just booing is just wrong. The
1: the, booing booing that I can remember, the the booing that I can remember is the one that I did disagreed with in terms of the booing was the Abue one years ago. Remember that wasn't that? even booing. That, was, that, was, that was, harsh. was a round of applause. That was a round of applause. That's worse. No, the, no, the, no. The,
0: the round of applause for a sub being subbed. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. I'm wrong.
1: You are right. That was a round of applause for a sub. So, a similar type of thing, yeah? That was the one I disagreed with because I thought, you know what? Like, this, that, 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 that's harsh. When it comes to players that are giving it all and we're booing it. So, for example, if we're trying to look at uh, somebody like a Wobi and we start booing him because we think he's not good enough. If he's trying and giving 100%, I won't boo. When you look at Mustafi, and the geezer how honestly, how many chances, Fergus, have we given this guy? And I know you rated him at a start for whatever yeah. reason, but wh- why have we, why are we giving this guy, guy so many chances and, and, and fans? Because we can't we can't offload food.
0: him because we bought him for thirty five million and his wage demands elsewhere are stupid. No oh,
1: man, we
2: can't offload afford, afford. him because nobody wants him. Uh, well no, mo- mo- Monaco
0: Monaco, Monaco are in for him at the minute at twenty seven million. They must be it's buzzing. So
2: They must be buzzing. I'm telling you, if we can (laughs) if we can trick those guys to buy that guy for twenty seven million, I'm telling you it is a coup. And we cannot complain about Arsenal or bad at selling plays because the statue is
0: pure shit. I'll tell you what we can do. We can do a crowdfunding and we can get a limousine and we can all do like a 20-minute stage of the drive uh, and we'll drive them all the way to Monaco.
2: Listen, <laughs> if somebody knows the number for the Monaco president, please send it to me because I don't want to get him on the phone and I want to do a persuasion job like he has never heard before. It will be like he's receiving a blowjob mate, with no teeth.
0: The teeth can do it sometimes. <laughs>
2: the the, the Velveteen (laughs) rub man look it up look it up because because Mustafi for the the many years that he's been here he never takes responsibility for the errors that he makes he hasn't gotten any better he keeps costing us games and costing us points this is why the fans have had Mm. enough and this is why it's gotten to this point
1: it doesn't happen often so you gotta ask why the fans four times in preseason. exactly you gotta ask why why the fans have done that
3: it's 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 pre-season games it's friendly i mean look at the fucking the the game in dubai
0: steve Steve, perfect timing (laughs) pre-season yeah just take it away give it give us a a five ten minute round up of the pre-season
3: that game in dubai let's just finish off on every that game in dubai he cost us a goal it was awful um but yeah so anyway so my pre-season roundup um yeah, the first one was obviously Colorado. I mean I I I think a few people were like First mad. and foremost
0: legend from oh, watching all those um, games.
3: Well, actually before Colorado obviously there was Born and Wood and uh what was this? it was three three in the end, I think. Um and that was that was mostly well that was all all youngsters made up under twenty threes and under twenty ones. Um, yeah, there's a couple of under eighteens in there, uh Sam Greenwood, a young striker. I I followed him on Instagram because he used to play for Sunderland and came to Arsenal season before last i think and he's he's been he's been doing well in the under 18s and the under 21s um and i saw his name on the list um but yeah we i th- i think the the boring game i d- i don't think there's there's much to really take from it um apart from steve bald you know it seemed that there was the same sort of defensive mistakes happening even with those guys um but for some of them it was their first first game against adults you know even though it is boring wood it's their first game against adults um yeah I think that was 3-3 then obviously in the states Colorado Rapids uh we won 3-0 Martinelli was given his his first start um and he looked good he sort of I think he started as a 10 um sort of was moving out to the wing swapping with John Jules John Jules and Martinelli were playing as like a second striker sort of pushing out to the wing there was a lot of lot of sort of fluidity with the young guys there Saka played on the left-hand flank and was fantastic great first goal uh unlucky not to get another olayenka scored a fantastic goal um and then martinelli finished it off i think it came off his came off his chest um but Burke, what have you,
0: what have you made of martinelli so far
3: um from what i've seen he's he he looks a real he looks a talent um i don't know you know i i sort of see we were linked i think back in january uh his name first started appearing um and I, there wasn't much. There wasn't much on YouTube in terms of you know sort of skill videos or highlight videos. Um,
0: yeah, because he's he's uh, Brazilian, um, Brazilian fourth league, fourth <laughs> fourth league yeah, yeah, fourth tier.
3: Um. So yeah, there wasn't much on him. Um, but he he looks sharp. He is. He's got good feet. He's quick. He's he seems a big lad. I think he's about six six one ish. Um, if not, he definitely looks bigger than. Uh, did so you he... did
0: you did you read that article about him and uh, was it just like his focus? He seems very focused and very driven to get to where he wants to get to.
3: I, I haven't seen any any articles on him. I've only seen obviously yeah. when we signed him and then
0: I posted it on um, Arsenal fans forum and guns and yellow ribbons. So That's probably why I ignored it. No, I haven't it, seen it yet. It is out there
3: yeah, I'll have it i' I' will have a look. um
0: so which which games stood out for you the most? which where did did, did you see a gradual improvement? Um, uh, it, are there because... players that are um, in like would Martinelli get into the first team? Are there players that you can see getting to Europa oh, League squads? I was getting
3: there. I was getting there. We're only on Colorado. Okay. <laughs> but um yeah, so so carrying on onto to that, obviously, Robbie Burton um looks a real deal and and I I don't think anybody sort of would have expected him to have a you know I mean he played a few games but when he played he he reminded me of I don't know it was it was like going forward he looked like a Jack Wilshere but sort of on the ball and in the middle of the field he was quite like a Ramsey he was like this sort of hybrid of he was just very well composed and I think he was one of the younger lads in the squad so generally
0: um, injured is what you're
3: saying. Let's <laughs> hope not. Um but Zach <laughs> Zach Medley played well in the in the Colorado Rapids game and uh, Callum Chambers, you know, looked good on the ball. He I think he capped in that game. But Saka, I think Saka and John Jules um John Jules scored twice in the Wood game. Um and I think that's why he probably went on the went on the tour, 'cause I'm not sure he was I thought you know, I think I saw somewhere on Twitter. How old is he? Uh, 18, I think John Jules, and wow. I think he's 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 about six foot two. Because um, I was looking at him because someone mentioned there was someone on the on the forum slagging off. um, Who is he slagging off? Was he slagging off Martinelli? Uh, no, he was slagging off Eddie, and he was saying how John Jules and and Martinelli are, are twice the player that you know j- judging on like. And he was going on nothing. So I was like, well, let's have a look at John Jules and see what his you know sort of under 23 under 18 stats have been and and he's he's you know looking looking real deal um but yeah anyway so colorado rapids 3-0 by munich 2-1 what a surprise mustafi was absolutely shocking yeah mm-hmm. uh, socrates socrates tried to cover um ozil had a fantastic game willock and and Özil against Bayern were fantastic, and I think Joe Willock this pre-season. You you know sort of to answer the question early, Joe Willock has to for for me has to start against Newcastle.
1: Talking to
0: talking to other people um, who've watched pre-season, off those three youth players that have been given squad numbers, they're yeah. saying Willock is the one that could drop straight if, into the. You first know we're team. talking
3: about Cabeos. Being a Ramsey replacement, no. If we want to, uh, the way that Willock seems to to sort of float on the ball, run into the box, sort of drop backs, wait for the play around him to change, and then we'll make his late run. Willock is looking fantastic. So um, yeah. <laughs> but Mustafi, I think you know he he lost his man and then just pointed was just looking around, arms up in the air, and it's it's like don't you know just fucking. Take it on your shoulders and just just go. Um, but he was at fault. Eddie put a great finish to win the game. But Saka, Nelson, John, Jules, Eddie, uh, I think Robbie Burton came on as well against Bayern. Um, they just they just changed the game. You know, it's sort of one one was steady. Uh, Bayern bought on all their big boys in the second half. We bought on all the youngsters, and and they just they just yeah completely changed the pace of the game. Eddie, um, the first, you know, because people going into preseason was, you know, were unsure on how we could deal with the physicality. You know, he looks quite small. He, uh, him, and he went one on one against Josh Kimmich, who isn't a small guy, and just absolutely tumbled him over. And and I was sitting there, you know, half well, four phys- in the morning. Physically,
0: physically turned him over, or
3: f- physically turned him over, just Not bumped good. him straight off the ball. And I, I sat there and I was like whacking come on i was you know half four five in the morning whatever it was i was buzzing i was just you know forget the goal to win it him just absolutely beating josh kimick and making him fall to the floor like a little bitch was fantastic um and i think that proved a lot of a lot of doubters wrong um he you know he, he held up well against Schuler, uh who's a, who's a big lump at the back for bayern um and Martinez. And we we spoke about him at the end of last season. We've we spoke about him in the off season on the chat. He looks like he could be a decent number two. He his distribution mm. is fantastic. I think is better than better than Leno, you know, out from the back. Um, he looks a little bit sluggish getting down getting down low, but he seems to get there. And he, he he doesn't he doesn't seem to hold on to the ball first time. Which a couple of times there was, you know, sort of a bit of you know. Turtle head in, um <laughs> thinking they were gonna gonna let one in, but yeah, Martinez looked good, Florentine three 0 lacazette uh was very good, uh play with you know linked up well with Enketia, um got two assists, uh martinelli, when he came on sort of ten minutes to go, skipped through three or four defenders and just went wide. Willock. He's got some pace, hasn't he? He has got and he as I say, he's very, very good he looks very good on the ball, very good feet. Um although say, What's his best you know, position, do you think? Uh, I don't know. I because I mean he's played is, is he a winger? He play he's played as a winger. I think he played as a winger against Fiorentina when he came on. He played sort of behind the strikers, second striker against Colorado. Um I didn't see didn't see how he how he got on against Leon. Okay. Um, or where he was playing, but he's—he seems like he can be anywhere, sort of behind the the the, the top striker. And, um, and and
0: looking ahead to say the, uh, I'll say Angers, but I'm going to get corrected by Manny. Angers is it? And the Barcelona game?
3: I thought it was Angers. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um, Christ, <but> Angers. <laughs> Angers. Anger. Oh, ah. oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah look at i i would i would against against Angers. um i'd <laughs> i'd play a mix i'd i do not want to see mustafi you know the the, the thing is is we know what he does and we if, know what he if does if whether, it's pre-season, if, whether it's competitive
0: if mustafi doesn't turn up tomorrow night um uh, sorry he doesn't turn up most games but if he's not played or on, on if he's not even on the bench tomorrow against Angers um do uh you think that's the sign that he he's going to Monaco
3: No I don't I th- I you never know with Arsenal that could be a sign that they're saving him for Newcastle uh, you you just don't know you don't or he might even start against Barcelona which if they do fucking god help us um, you know, because I've got down here. Uh, you know, the Florentina game—a note that I made. You know, we we played played sort of more of a back three. Um, Mustafi didn't. You know, he didn't necessarily have a have an awful game, but at one point, just him and Nacho got caught. Just, just fucking. I I can't even remember who it went who who it was that went through for Fiorentina. Just caught napping, and the the defender just went. Sorry, the the Forintina attacker just went straight forward, and, and Leno pulled off a, a big save at his close post but mustafi and nacho just gone i think Nacho was halfway up the pitch still it was just it, you know just things like so, that it just can't can't happen and against madrid um i mean we looked better at first you know and we look we've looked better in the games where mustafi hasn't started Callum Chambers mm. has, has has been has been good on the ball. He doesn't look that physical, which I don't like. He he, he doesn't seem to have the the physical presence, but he's good on the ball. He's good positionally. Um, well, that's why to
0: say he, he a CDM is a good role for him in the sense. Uh, yeah, than. I, I think
3: I, I think CDM or you know or centre back. I think he's he's definitely capable as a centre back, and he's definitely better than Mustafi as a centre back. Um, I would go into Newcastle, Mustafi, and Socrates. Um. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play a back three away just because you know that means bringing Nacho in. It means playing. what you're
0: saying. Play Mustafi and Socrates for against. No, Newcastle. no, Chambers, Chambers, Chambers. Socrates. Sorry, okay, I just uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Fuck Mustafi. <laughs> 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 Bit of Mike. Um,
0: M- Mike was meant to jump on tonight, yeah. I had, but he's <laughs> on just, holidays shortly. Just
3: poor. I mean, Jacker didn't do a lot. There was a couple of really nice pings um, against Madrid. Um... Abamian got you know the the flick from Lacazette for I think I think everything's going going well going forward at the back we know and and I don't think it comes as any surprise that there's issues but we've got a lot of a lot of hope I think in the young guns we've got Eddie Saka I, I hope Saka plays some cup games so, this year and stays. So, on on
0: a final sort of roundup of it, do you think? Okay, we got two more preseason games, but well, from what you've seen on the on the games that we have, have we had a successful preseason? In your opinion,
3: in my opinion, yes, because we've blooded a hell of a lot of youngsters, and it looks as if they're comfortable. In other years, we've played youngster. You know, I, I think Max mentioned Akpom. Um, looking good and I, I only you know I I watch a lot of you know the pre-seasons you know I, I basically watch as much as I can but Akpom yes he looked good I think it was a Wenger's last season but he didn't you know you knew he wasn't going to break into the team when you look at players like Willock who are so comfortable being around these you know these big players and in a, in a position where you know in a time where we're Supposed to be transitioning. Mm. I think it's good to have players like Nelson. You know, I haven't even mentioned Nelson, but he looked sharp as fuck. Didn't look as good, uh, sort of on the finish in front, but constantly taking defenders on, constantly whipping balls in, interlink play, fantastic. I think Nelson, Eddie, Willock, Robbie Burton could you know could probably do with a loan. Saka, I think he's got to stay with the squad. Um, what this means for Awo, because obviously if 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 we get right. Pepe in we you know i i, th- I think yes all, it was good preseason. All,
0: all in all good preseason. yeah <laughs> you got fucking value out your 10 minutes there didn't you i
3: didn't yeah i didn't even fucking touch on half of what i wrote down but, but. jesus christ <laughs> but yeah so basically sorry point. listeners young guns good <laughs> no the staff shocking thank you steve <laughs> <laughs>
0: boys are you still are you still there
3: they're falling asleep
0: <laughs> no, probably not falling asleep, but it was it was a good round-up. Fair play to you if you're watching it, you know. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. We've got a couple of other topics to talk about briefly. Um, Tierney, that's still bubbling along. Don't know what's happening. Uh, if not, who's out there as a left-back option? Dan, who do you... Who, do
1: you uh, for me, if the Tierney deal doesn't go through, that would be it. I don't see another left-back out there really that's realistically a target personally um i think the tne deal will happen and i think that it's a good signing it's an upgrade on what we have currently got let's be honest (laughs) that's not very hard but it is an upgrade on what we've got so i'd be happy with the tne deal if it's 25 million then just pay the 25 million whatever it be and get him in because i think that would be a good signing personally and as i said on one of the podcasts before if he's half as good as um as Robertson, then I'll take that 100%.
0: And um, the other guy who's in the news, which uh, Manny, you might know a bit more about, uh, <laughs> Pepe. I, listen, I've heard the name Pepe. There's obviously Pepe Le Pew. There's all that sort of stuff. But I've heard the name Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> but seventy-two million pounds, twenty-two goals in the French league. People yeah. might people might say, "Oh, it's easy to score in Liga." Um, he's the first player for Lille to score. uh, more than 20 goals since Eden Hazard he's the second top scorer in the league behind Mbappe who had 33 goals Uh, and he's good at taking a penalty I think it was seven I might be wrong on the number but I think it was seven penalties he scored last season Mm. fill us in our French football expert
2: so we're getting a player who's still growing Right, and, and you can look at his stats, and you can look at his numbers. This is a guy who's growing. This is a guy whose ceiling is very high. Um, This is a guy who we're getting him at the right time. This is the type of player that we've been calling out for for a long time. A player that can give us, you know, that can ease the burden on on you know our two strikers, you know, who can muck him with a goal. Um Zaha, huh? I think so. Oh, well. He's a better hard goal compare, scorer, not it? Yeah, it's hard to compare. He's a better goal scorer than 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 Zaha. Zaha's the better dribbler, but I'd say Pepe is when it comes to you know goal scoring positions. When it comes to assists, so we have the player, we have the better player in that respect. But in terms of dribbling, Zaha's got him one hundred percent. With Pepe, what we as as a fan base, what needs to happen? We need to give this guy time because we are getting a player who has that price tag, but has no preseason whatsoever so he's coming in he's going to be a bit rusty it's going to take him some time to get up to speed but when he does get up to speed we have a left-footed right ringer who can give us what no other player in that squad can at the moment it's an exciting signing it's a sign that we've been calling out for and isn't it hilarious to watch all these journalists backtrack after talking <laughs> shit all summer that we only had 45 million 45 million spend? i told you fuckers, that if you believe that we have 45 million pounds to spend you are buzzing and even if we did have 45 million pounds to spend we would still be able to get Pepin it it's no different how than, transfer dealings deal with it's no different than rewind what we said
0: at the start about the 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 we care campaign that they, they they knew they had no influence on 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 uh transfers the media had no idea what a transfer budget was, they just made shit
2: up. None. They had no idea, wasn't it? It came I from read an article for... Yeah, I mean, I read what an article. TalkSport, you mean?
3: Yeah, that's where the 45 million thing come from. I'm sure, was, who's that fucking little ginger wanker? That,
1: that sits on there. <laughs> you know what? Adrian Durham. Adrian Durham. Adrian Durham.
0: I'd boy. nearly let you e- le- le- use the other word. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Him. Yeah there's 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 two radio people i can't stand that's Adrian Durham and James fucking Brian but adrian <laughs> durham he was the one that come up with the 45 million and everybody like, oh, awesome fell for
2: him. it right everybody I, I, fell I... for it because the fan base has been so battered Good. for so long <laughs> they come on even Arsenal after the article, Club.
3: sorry, even after the article that broke it down and said, you know, the forty-five million doesn't mean that we can only go and buy one forty-five million player. It, you know, it can mean that you know we're paying three million this season, bloody bloody, you know, plus wages, plus everything else. Everything goes into this forty-five million as it's, and even after somebody broke it down and said, this is how you know football budgets work now. People were still like, oh, well, we can't afford Zaha because we've only got 45 They're 40. chatting like, rubbish. They it's were like, chatting rubbish. Listen, yeah. apparently there was but a us reason us why. Fans,
2: we... we know fuck all anyway as well. But, of course, but yeah. there, there, apparently there was a reason why we didn't go for Zaha. Apparently Palace weren't willing to entertain, you know, the installments and how we wanted to, you know, the, the structure of the, of the deal to go. Lille were open with that. They were like, you know what? Apparently we're going to pay them 20 million up front. Okay, cool. That still leaves us with enough money to pay up front. the Saliba deal we probably paid a little bit. The the Martinelli deal we probably paid that straight up front. And the Sabayos still that was some it was a loan. Right. So we still have money in the bank and we still haven't got rid of players. The fact that the fan base fell for this and the fact that the media fell for this and we're pushing this agenda so much is wonderful to see them with power on their face I hope the Pepe deal goes through and I hope the fan base give him time to grow and I hope we get a player that we've been deserving for so long after the shit that we've had to deal with
1: So Mm. Manny let me ask you a question man if we get this Pepe deal when it goes through and we've got Pepe Lacazette and Aubameyang up top as a front three whatever you want to call it how does that compare to Liverpool and Man City's front three be honest
2: Oi it's still a bit short i would say i would say you know liverpool and cities from three have still had they've got the experience of you know playing together and playing in that league and they're very interchangeable they know the ins and outs of it and they're proven right pepe comes in and he still needs to prove himself like i said in the baby cool that's fine but pepe will need to come in and prove himself and and show that he can muck in the fact that all three of them speak french and all three of them are interchangeable that's great but are they going to be able to play together? Only time will tell. So it's hard to compare them to, to those two front threes at the moment. But it's exciting for us. you
3: really know? And We have
2: young players who can come in and who can learn from the players like Pepe. And you can see what it is and what it looks like to play a winger. It's an exciting time. And I'm, I'm happy with the signing, man. Mm. Hopefully,
0: hopefully he'll be unveiled tomorrow. Because um, there's been pictures of him uh, with a the club club photographer, uh, Arsenal bags with kits and stuff in there. And not the Chinese version either. Um, So, so yeah, um, I suppose on a closing note, um, I was just wondering if you wanted to spare a thought and a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I I know what's coming.
2: I know what's coming. Go on. Go focus. Do 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 <laughs> do we
0: spare a thought and a moment <laughs> uh, for a man that has not got a decent bone well one of them? We is got broken, broken. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Shawcross, how <laughs> yeah. fucking Good is karma. I Listen, I don't like to see any player hurt. Um, I, I think I've told, I don't know if I said on the podcast, or, but I've definitely said in, in our conversations, I know a, an ex-professional footballer, his career was ended by a broken leg in pre-season training as well. And the player who broke his leg... Never, it it it's like common courtesy that you would go and to see him in hospital and go shake his hand and say I'm sorry, mate. Didn't you know? Really sorry. And old old bygones are bygones and everything else. And um the player, I I, I know, I was sitting having a, a beer. funny enough, it was when Arsenal were playing Chelsea in the, in the birdcage a couple of pre seasons ago. I was sitting having a beer with him, and uh, he came along and said, Yeah, he's a fucking beep 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 beep. He can. F- if I saw him in the street today, and this is like twenty years on, he said I'd fucking knock him out. And it was just out of the lack of respect to going and saying, shaking his hand and apologising.
3: I mean, Ryan, that- Shor-
0: Ryan Shawcross, you wouldn't even fucking ring Aaron Ramsey. Fuck you. No, nah.
3: it's like the guy uh, that did the Arby's leg as well. You know, yeah, Dan Smith. and Karma. Yeah, he, he's in the call centre in Sunderland. <laughs>
0: oh, I, no, he?
3: last I read, he yeah. got the sack. He was, he was working at call centre and he got the sack. Because there was a <laughs> there was a thing on like that Bible or whatever. It's like you know where are these footballers now? And I was like fucking good yeah. wanker. Well,
2: you know what? Uh, uh, read and truly, the fanbase should have lowered itself to like laughing and pointing at Ryan We should karma did that. Karma did that, right? So we can just sit back and just just watch it happen, right? One player is gonna be in some dingy hospital in Stoke, while the other is waiting to make his debut for Juventus. So. Silver lining and all that, man. Karma yeah. did this job. You know what I mean? Let's sit back. I, w-
0: I wonder if Aaron sent him a message, private message on Twitter <laughs> going, wish you better, mate. I would have. I would have. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Boys, as always, it has been fantastic. Um, Steve, thank you for your bid on, on the preseason season roundup. <laughs> we'll have to trim
3: it up a bit. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: Manny, that first fucking 20 minutes was deep, wasn't it?
3: It was
2: intense. It was intense, but there you go. That's what happens, man. But,
0: Hopefully, people uh, manage to stick by both parts, which were are we're, we're in depth. But as usual, it's just uh, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Um, just like we're sitting down the pub, I heard that beer pub open, Dan.
1: <laughs> do you know what? I tried to do it just as you were speaking. <laughs> Just to right, get you what, back. Why Just was that? Just to get you back for last week's against Scunny. I thought. So I felt for Scunny. I thought. I. Oh, do you know what? You asked him a question. You popped the beer open. Poor Scunny. So I thought I'd get you back.
0: The, the, this mic is a, is a microphone that was recommended by by big steve and as you can hear on big steve's one you'll hear all the kids playing outside and the seagulls very it sensitive. picks it picks up everything and i literally had a beer where i've got a beer right now <laughs> on the other side of my uh, desk and i just went pop and it must have been extra gassy <laughs> yeah. and he was like fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> but as you have been listening to a guns and yellow ribbons podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans thanks very much for listening and remember up the arse Billy boy, how are you? I'm very well, you? Yeah, not bad. Uh, why do we get this uh, call into our our Arsenal Fan Forum and Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast recording? You're, you're in the middle of our recording, so I, I have you on speaker.
3: Oh, splendid. Anyway, yeah. fucking... Well, uh, you, you, you're, you're, yeah. fine, you're
0: fine exposing yourself anyway.
3: Oh, I ain't got no problem with that. I'll pride myself on it, you know what I mean? But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, damn caravan, you can't get no, like, reception's piss poor. So I'm driving back into London, all right, all of a sudden I've gone to A 249, and my phone's going ping, ping, ping ping, <laughs> ping, 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 ping. I thought I was under fucking attack. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was in Peckham. Right. So fucking if I'm away fucking i just had a chance to start looking. I'll tell
0: you what, I ate last night, watching so fucking <laughs> <hate>. <laughs> So for people if they if they know if anybody's on the Arsenal fans forum, um, Billy on his personal timeline had a picture of himself eight years ago in a, an orange mankini. Bearing in mind he's a bald ginger man. Uh, it's a bit of a colour clash. <laughs> and um, Ginger? Great. Yeah, well, you were a ginger <laughs> when that photo was taken. Uh, so we, we, a little we, we lifted the photograph, and I uh, put it on our Arsenal fans forum. Hi, my name is Bill from the admin team. How can I help you? <laughs> <coughs> Bravo, Mr Keaton. Don't
3: worry, I'm going to go for yours five sign. I
0: know you've got a couple of minutes. Yeah, time. don't worry. <laughs> Bill, have a good holiday, mate. <laughs> Take, it easy. Take it
1: easy, mate. I'll speak to you soon, but over the stadium. Cheers, see bye. Mate. bye mate.